it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday. You know what that means. It's time for another Raw Review. This is your Raw Review for February 15th, 2021. Technically the go-home show for Raw going into Elimination Chamber. And we've got some changes going on going into the Chamber matches. Very excited. Uh, this was a good show. Um, not a lot of downtime. Um, pretty good pacing. So, uh, so yeah. Let's just get right into it. Some good stuff happened today. So, show starts off with Miz TV. Special guest, the WWE champion, Drew McIntyre. Drew not in the best of moods, and of course, Miz, being Miz, you know, runs his mouth a little too much, and, uh, well, Drew lays him out with a a nice classical kiss, and uh, unfortunately doing that, it made Miz actually kind of have an aha moment, so... Miz decides that since he is Mr. Money in the Bank, doesn't feel like he needs to be in this Elimination Chamber match because he wants to stay fresh for whoever survives and becomes champion. Because as we all know, Drew McIntyre is defending the championship inside Elimination Chamber. Meanwhile, Roman Reigns over on SmackDown has decided that he doesn't want to be in the Elimination Chamber, but he'll face the winner that night. So clearly, <laughs> we all know what he is trying to do. But it's kind of kind of weird to see Miz pulling himself out of the Elimination Chamber match. So it's like, why wouldn't you want to have multiple championship opportunities. But I guess for strategy, to try to stay fresh, maybe to cash in before the night's over. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So we then shifted over to our in-ring action uh, for the night. Uh, We had started off with a six-man tag as 
Riddle and Lucha House Party took on the Hurt Business with Riddle pinning MVP. But before they could celebrate, Lashley decides to come out from the back and obliterate everybody. (laughs) So he once again leaves Riddle laying in a heap. So that triple threat match with Riddle and Keith Lee coming this Sunday should be interesting. Surprise enough, uh, there was no Keith Lee tonight at all, which I thought was strange. Um, you figured he'd be there somewhere, but I guess that's just not to be. Um, and then <laughs> we uh, we go to the back and we see Mandy Rose talking to Bad Bunny, who once Bad uh, once Mandy leaves, we have Damian Priest come over. Boys start chatting for a few seconds, and then we hear this commotion. We turn around, you know, we see the camera pans over, and Akira Dazawa has pinned our truth to become champion, 24-7 champion. Uh, but unfortunately, in Tazawa's excitement, he cheering with the title. He backs into Damian Priest. Priest takes him, slams him against one of the crates. Tazawa falls unconscious. And he just kind of looks at, Priest just kind of looks down, looks over at Bad Buddy. Pretty much tells him, go ahead, pin him. So, uh, yeah, Bad Bunny is our uh, <laughs> our new 24-7 champion. So that's outstanding. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, you know. Like I said in the beginning of all this, like I was just like, Ugh, another celebrity doesn't really care, blah 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 blah. But he's proved he's proved me wrong, and and I I thoroughly enjoy what he's been doing with Priest, and I, I you know, I, I applaud this. He even ended up getting the point photo with with Triple H, and I'm just like, well, he's a made man now, so you know, welcome him aboard. He's now a current champion. He'll probably hold on to that thing for quite a while. Um, even Truth was like, treat my baby well. So I'm just like, oh, all right. So Truth's not going for the title. So who knows what's happening? But I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, so, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But, yeah, Bad Buddy's our new 24-7 champion. <laughs> um, there was... After that, there was some commotion in the back as well with Adam Pierce because obviously, with Miz not being there, Pierce needs to find some way to replace Miz in the elimination chamber. Miz came up with a brilliant idea, at least in his mind, that you know uh, an up and coming superstar should take his place. And he delivers the name of John Morrison. <laughs> I'm like, all right, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Um, so Adam Pierce takes it into advisement. I say that with quotations. And um, Miz ends up leaving the office. Later on, we see Kofi and Xavier Woods basically kind of running towards Adam Pierce, going, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
why is John Morrison even having any type of consideration when obviously anybody who's anybody remembers 2019 with Kofi Kingston, Kofi Mania, the ridiculous circumstances that rotated around that and how that all came to be. And Kofi's like, I should be the one to take this position. So, yeah. Miz ends up coming out of nowhere and basically like, what? stating, no, no, no. We have an understanding. And that appears you can see him in the background going, nope, we don't, no, we don't. Um, <laughs> but there was a match that was made for later in the evening. Kofi Kingston versus The Miz. If Kofi wins, he's in. If The Miz wins, Morrison takes his place at the Elimination Chamber match. So naturally, when I first saw this happen, my first thought was like, all right, the countdown for Ali to screw over Kofi has officially started. So we'll see what happens. Then a funny thing happened, and I caught it. I don't know if anybody else did, but they did a promotion for the Elimination Chamber match for Raw. And they snuck in, and I saw this right at the end, Kofi Kingston celebrating. And I was like, wait, did Raw just spoil its own match? (laughs) So potential spoilers going forward. (laughs) We then moved on next to which one of the weirdest things I've seen. Um, But all in all, I completely understand why this happened. (laughs) It was a women's tag match with Asuka and Charlotte taking on Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce. Peyton pretty much was in the ring for pretty much the entire match. Um, And then the moment she tags in Lacey, Charlotte tags in and Charlotte wants to start beating up on Lacey. Lacey gets out of the ring, starts backing up the ramp and tells Charlotte and the world that she's pregnant. Now, naturally, everybody was up in arms about this because the majority of the internet wrestling community has hated this entire storyline pretty much started. Um, I was okay with it, just kind of letting it do its thing because it's always been professional and everything seemed fine. But when she dropped the pregnant line, I was like, oh, no. Why? <laughs> Why would you do that? And, of course, then you you have the people who are just like, oh, they shouldn't be joking about pregnancy and stuff like that. And, I mean, I can agree with that because, you know, there are people who out there who try and they can't. It's, it's unfair, you know, if, you know, the WWE is trying to pull this fake pregnancy thing to get Lacey out of this. But good news was found out. This is legit. So... This is one of those life imitating arts type of thing. Uh, for Lacey, she is actually pregnant with her, uh, I believe, her second child now. So congratulations to her and her husband. Uh, I don't know how, what going forward what this is going to do with um, the storyline. If Lacey's going to disappear for a while, obviously while she's pregnant, but. 
it was kind of insinuated on the show that Rick's the father, so maybe she's going to stay on and not be in a wrestling capacity until later on. Who knows? We'll see. Um, it's uh, it's interesting to see how uh, <laughs> we've had quite a few uh, female wrestlers end up, you know, getting pregnant late in the last like year and a half. I don't know if it's you know, COVID, everybody's home more, things happen, <laughs> you know, whatever. I mean, good for them. That's awesome. And, you know, obviously wish the best for everybody. Um, and we're, we're awaiting Becky Lynch's return. And, you know, Sarah Logan just had her, her child. And, you know, it's... It's it's pretty cool, you know. We we look at wrestlers and, and just like you know they're kind of larger than life, and then you realize, oh wait, they're human beings too. You know these things happen, obviously planned or not. Congratulations, it's outstanding, and we move on. So, as I was talking about before, uh, we had the match between Kofi and Miz for. Uh, the chamber spot and surprising enough Kofi gets the win not that it was surprising that he got the win surprising in the fact that nobody interfered no retribution no Ali no nothing the thing of it is it's only Monday well Tuesday or beyond when people are listening to this lot of time between now and Sunday. So we'll see what happens. My best bet is that Kofi gets attacked Sunday, maybe a couple hours before the show, or even during the pre-show. We insert then Ali. Or Braun. Because Braun made a case also during the show that he should be on there. So we'll see. The variables, they're everywhere. It's like, <clears throat> excuse me. It's nice that you know back to back wrestling for WWE. You know, you had NXT, Vengeance Day this past Sunday. We have Elimination Chamber this Sunday. You know, and we also got BlizzCon Online this upcoming weekend as well, Friday and Saturday. So it's it's a good it's a good weekend for you, boy. The last two weeks, last two weekends. Just, just great. I, I'm, I'm excited to watch all this stuff, um, and just uh, be able to put it out there for you. So, so yeah. But that's already part of the show. We're just gonna keep going. So we went back to the uh, to Randy doing another fire promo, talking about tonight's gauntlet match. Um. Oh, I completely forgot about the gauntlet match. I didn't tell you guys at the very beginning. There is a gauntlet match tonight. Six, All six competitors, now including Kofi Kingston, and the winner of that gauntlet match will be the last participant to enter the chamber on Sunday. So obviously, clearly, that's a big thing. It's a big deal. So Randy's doing this fire promo like he always does. Like, you know, if you can count on anything when it comes to Randy, it's fantastic promos. And fantastic wrestling. I will give that to him. Absolutely. 
But the funny part happened, obviously, during his whole promo, is that while he's talking, it cuts away, and we see the Firefly Funhouse. And it's dark, gloomy, and the camera pans down, and you see Miss Bliss in all her joy and glory. Standing there with, you know, ashes, dust, candles. Kind of pull it back. Camera pulls back. And, um, yeah. um, Clearly, she's doing some type of (laughs) uh, satanic ritual. (laughs) Basically stating that she's summoning back the fiend. And, of course, when I'm watching this, I instantly became giddy. <laughs> um, I love everything that's been going on with the whole Randy, Fiend, Bliss. The whole, all of their segments have just been amazing. So I have my suspicions on what I think is going to happen, especially with Randy come Sunday. I will share those probably on Friday. Um, as I do my little picks uh, for the pay-per-view on Sunday. You know, not going off of how wonderful I did during NXT. Um, this this should be interesting. So I'm excited for it. So then after that, we started our gauntlet match. And I'll rattle through this real quick. AJ kicked us off, went against Kofi. At some point during that match, almost pretty much killed Austin. (laughs) Um, Xavier Woods playing Francesca 2 on the uh, announcer's table as AJ's lane laid out. Almost grabs him by the throat. Francesca falls. He picks up Xavier Woods. It essentially choke slams him over the barrier. We don't see him anymore. <laughs> um, all after that, almost gets thrown out, and then Kofi gets eliminated uh, thanks to a phenomenal forearm. And then Drew McIntyre's next. Drew comes out and pretty much runs rampant, takes out AJ. Jeff Hardy comes out next. Jeff Hardy gets taken out. Then Randy comes out, and I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. So it's Randy. It's Drew. We still got Seamus waiting in the wings. Randy's kind of dominating at this point because Drew's just – he's been through a couple matches already, so clearly he's tired. But then the lights start to flicker. Things start changing. And then all of a sudden, we start seeing Alexa Bliss's face pop up everywhere. And she's laughing with her ridiculous contacts in her her eyes and just make her look like a demon. It's fantastic. And the whole time this is happening, Randy's on the outside, not paying attention, and the man gets counted out. So I had a hearty laugh over that. And um, I tweeted my boys over at Know the Ropes with legit concern. 
wondering if they're okay. Because obviously when Randy came out, they're all excited because like I say, I'm over there. It's a big fan of Randy. If those of you who've been following us, we you you know our fun feud that's been going on forever. <laughs> so naturally, I had to say something. I haven't heard back from him yet at the time of this taping. I'm sure I'll get some snarky remark at some point. So we'll see what happens on Sunday. I'm sure I will hear plenty from him <laughs> going forward. But with Randy getting countered out, Sheamus comes out next. And then Sheamus. Sheamus is the one who puts Drew down. Broke kick actually pins the champ. Wins the match. Will come out last during the Elimination Chamber. Which has proven to be a pretty good thing. Uh, These Elimination Chamber matches are pretty ruthless, so I look forward to watching both of them along with all the rest of the matches that are happening. But as for Raw tonight, like I said, it was pretty good. I'd probably give it a B-. minus. So we'll see how it goes. Pretty, Like I said, pretty good go-home show going into into the pay-per-view. It's much better than the last one, last pay-per-view they went into. So I look forward to seeing what happens on Friday with SmackDown. Um, you can catch Sam and I uh, doing our doing our thing on Thursdays with our Above the Ring podcast. We'll be covering the, the, the you know, a little bit of fallout probably from No Surrender for Impact. Uh, we already did our um, fallout for Vengeance Day. If you haven't listened to that, please go ahead and do so. That came out on Monday. Um, So, yeah, good stuff. A lot of good wrestling going on. Uh, Us over at Bedlam Media, we have topped over 4,000 downloads since January of 2020. And it's, for us, this is insane. We did not expect these numbers, and we cannot be more thankful and more appreciative of you guys. So thank you so much for all your support. And for those of you who don't already and are just listening to this for the first time, please follow us on Twitter, media underscore Bedlam. You can find us on Facebook and on YouTube as Bedlam Media, on Instagram as Bedlam Media Official. You can find myself on uh, Twitter and Instagram as Scotty J Stream. My name is Scott. I am the man behind the Twitter of Bedlam Media. Thank you guys again so much for listening. This has been your Raw Review for February 15th of 2021. I hope you all have a wonderful evening. And most importantly, please, please do not forget to join the Bedlam. Have a good day. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? 
Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.